You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. After nine South African time, it's a beautiful night, it's a beautiful evening, it's the month of Rabi'ul Awal. We are discussing the seerah of our beloved noble master, Nabi Kareem Muhammad Mustafa, Janab Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. It's the night of Yomul Jumu'ah, it's a beautiful Mubarak evening. I don't know about there in Ladysmith, but of course, I assume it's a beautiful evening there. It's a beautiful evening here. And of course, to all of our beloved, wonderful listeners of Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah Wal Jama'ah, all of us waiting, waiting, waiting for our beloved, honorable Ustad, Hazrat Mulana Salim Karim, Damad Barakatuhum. I wanted to put him on a spot, but I know if I'm going to put my Ustad on a spot, he's going he's gonna to come with something better. So let me rather not do that. Ustad, it's a beautiful night, it's a beautiful evening. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Mulana ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban. Barakallahu feek. Insha'Allah al-Aziz. Greetings, salam and dua to our esteemed listeners. And masha'Allah dosto azizo fakiro arbabi ilm wa danish. Arbabi ilm means people, learned scholars. Danish means brilliant people. So subhanallah, amongst our listeners, Mana, we have some brilliant scholars. Mm. We have great people who understand the deen. We have simple, we have humble, we have pious, we have mustajabu dawat. Mm. So subhanallah, hadha min fadli rabbi. Allahu Akbar. Allah ta'ala give us tawfiq. This is the beauty of Islam. So inshallah, Aziz, we are speaking about Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam, beautiful character. Innama bu'istu li utammima makarim al-akhlaq. Allah Pak sent me to enhance, to beautify the character of the ummah. Wa innaka la'ala khuluqin azim. The character of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasalam was the entire Qur'an. As we make dua to Allah, Ay Allah, hame amile Quran banade. Allah, make us those who practice upon the Quran. Ashiki Quran banade. Allah, make us lovers of the Quran. Ay Allah, hame nashire Quran banade. Allah, give us tawfiq that we could print and spread the Quran throughout the world. But the most important thing, O oh Allah, make my akhlaq according to the Qur'an. Mm. We can talk till the day of Qiyamah on the seerah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We won't be able to complete. Mm-hmm. After the shan of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the praise for Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam goes beyond our comprehension. Bashar ne khol kar Quran bismillah ko dekha. Now when you open the Quran, Bashar ne khol kar Quran. When you open the Quran e Kareem, the first word that you see there is bismillah rahman rahim so a shayar is saying ki bashar ne khol kar quran bismillah ko dekha aur muhammadur rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ne 
شب معراج میں اللہ کو دیکھا اینڈ پرافت صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم سو اللہ سبحان آن دا نائٹ آف معراج سو واٹس یور ڈیوٹی اینڈ مائی ڈیوٹی ٹو نائٹ جو مانگنے کا طریقہ ہے اس طرح مانگو Tonight is a night of supplication and dua to Allah. So, jo maangne ka tariqa hai, how we supposed to ask Allah Ta'ala, and we know the tariqa of making dua, always start your dua with Duruj Sharif. Mm-hmm. Whether it's three times, whether it's five times, whether it's eleven times. Because Duruj Sharif is 100% accepted by Allah. So, jo maangne ka tariqa مانگو کہ در کریم سے بندہ کو کیا نہیں ملتا ہے وٹ ایور یو آسک اللہ تعالیٰ اللہ تعالیٰ سے جب مانگو تو بے انتہا مانگو کھول کر مانگو ڈونٹ ریسٹرکٹ یور دعا Speak your heart out to Allah. Beg Allah. Ask Him. Because in the treasures of Allah, there is nothing that is empty. Allah's treasures are full. So, dare kareem se bande ko kya nahi milza? It's just you and I have to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, may Allah ta'ala give us tawfiq. Ameen. A beautiful wazifa by a very great alim. We're starting with Durood and Salaam upon Rasulullah. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya azizu min kulli aziz. Ya azizu min kulli aziz. One of the attributes of Allah. Ya aziz. Allah, you are almighty. Min kulli aziz. As-salatu wa salamu alayka ya Rasulullah. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Beautiful the route to read upon Rasulullah. First of all, you are taking Allah's beautiful attribute, Al-Aziz. So, Ya Azizu min kulli Aziz. Hadrat Qari Muhammad Idris Asif Sa mentioned this in one of his kitabs. Read it 101 times. Ya Azizu min kulli Aziz. Wassalatu wassalamu alayka Ya Rasulullah. So tonight is the night of Durood and Salaam upon Rasulullah. <coughs> Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So Mawlana, it must be very clear that whatever we want to achieve in life, it must be, inshallah, having the stamp and the guarantee of the sunnah of Rasulullah. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And I have some points here before I start with the seerah of Rasulullah. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I was reading through a kitab, and it's going to help us tremendously to understand our purpose and mission in life. As Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, مَنْ كَانَ يُؤْمِنُ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ فَلْيَقُلْ خَيْرًا أَوْ لَيَسْمَتْ Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Those who believe in Allah and His Rasul, فَلْيَقُلْ خَيْرًا Speak what is good. وَقُولُوا لِلنَّاسِ حُسْنَا Allah Pak says, when we speak to people, speak to them gently and politely. 
And in this hadith, Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying, Man kana yu'minu billahi wal yawmil akhir, fal yaqul khayran, that when you speak, speak something that is good, beneficial, or remain silent. And there's a saying of the pious, think before you act. Because sometimes in haste, we create great damage to ourselves. Before you want to act, before you pick up a pen to sign a document or to sign a talaq or to write off a talaq, socho, okay, what is going to be the repercussion of my action? So, kalam uthani se pehle socho, before you pick up that pen to write or sign a document, mm-hmm. think very carefully. In anger, just don't sign a document. And never sign a document if you haven't read it. Hakustad. And read the fine writing. Orana, sometime in happiness, you know, we buy a car or furniture or whatever on higher purchase. Because we are so excited, mashallah, we're buying something new, something exciting. We don't read the fine print, Malana. And that's where all the catch is. So tomorrow when you pick up a problem with that item or article, and you come back to the store, they tell you straight, you signed it, why didn't you read the fine print? <clears throat> so it's important that when you sign a document, Malana, read through it before you sign a document. So Farmaya, think before you act. Number one, Kalam uthane se pehle, before you pick up the pen to sign, read the document. And Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran that when you do a business deal, these are all ta'aleem and education of the sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, faktubu, write every transaction. Manana, that zamana is gone where we took people's words as their honor, in today's zamana, it won't happen. It can't happen. So to be on the safe side, any transaction, whether it's with your father, your mother, your brother, your neighbor, fuck to woo, mm. write it down. Number two, before you take an oath, a qasam, think. Because sometimes you take a qasam and you can't fulfill it. And then you'll be held accountable by Allah. Mm. <clears throat> And so many of us, Mulana, when we want to sell an article, we say, Wallahi, I can sway on the Quran, I can sway on my children's life. <clears throat> so, Qasam Uthani se pehle socho. And thirdly, Qadam Uthani se pehle socho. Before you take any action, before you take a step forward, think very carefully. What is going to be the repercussion? We all paid prices, Malana. We acted in haste and in anger. <clears throat> and again, the pious servants of Allah said that there are four things that you shouldn't share with people. Just to make it light, Malana, I just want to read a few things Juice that will help us, inshallah, to understand the deen of Allah. Number one is kitab. It happens many times that you borrow somebody a book, they never return it. You have a library, mashallah, people come to your house and they say, can we read a book? 
and then they borrow the book from you. And Mana, do you know the best companion is a book? Mm. The best companion is the Quran. Jalis. If you want a good friend, then read the Quran. So for my case, there are four things you mustn't share with people. Mm-hmm. Number one is your kitab. Because you may not get that book again. If it's gone, it's gone. And people sometimes have this tendency of not returning kitabs. Number two, a ghari. Your watch, don't share it with people. That watch is a great gift. It shows you time. It's a great reminder. Don't share it with people. And number three, ghora. In the olden days, people had horses. A horse is trained by you. It knows your weight. It knows your movements. Mm. And if you are not used to a horse, in the first 10 yards, it will throw you. So it's not everybody's business to ride a horse. You have to learn. You have to tame that horse. Mm. You've got to break that horse down. And you must see those who have stables. What a beautiful job they do. Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, all types of entertainment is forbidden in Islam. But the one or three entertainment is encouraged. Look after the horse. Groom the horse. Play with your wife. All other activities, all the sporting activities got no place in Islam. For my can Puri Wasallam said, these are all the sunnahs of the Prophet. Teach your children how to stone. Teach your children archery. Teach your children horse riding. Allahu Akbar. Are we doing that? What are we teaching our children? So coming back to the point here, Mulana, there are four things we generally don't bother it to people. One is your kitabs. Number two is your watch. Number three is your horse. And number four is your car. Marana, you can ask me to borrow. You can ask me, Marana, can I borrow your car? I'll tell you no. Because, Marana, when you take somebody's amanat, we don't take pride in looking after it. <laughs> so many times people have borrowed cars to people. Marana, you make a dent, you make an accident, you bring, the, you bring back the car empty. The person gave it to you with a full tank petrol. You come back, you've got no sharam. You don't even know, you know, no scruples. You bring that back car back empty-handed. Allahu Akbar. So he says, for Maya, four things you don't share with people is your car. Marana, your car is an amanat. It's your vehicle. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, three things is a sign of sa'adat from Allah. Allah has given it to you. It's a great ni'mat from Allah. Number one, a pious wife. She's indeed a great ni'mat from Allah. Number two is a spacious house. Mm. And number three, Allah has given you a good vehicle, a chasawari. So, Mulana, if an alim drive is a good car, it doesn't mean that he stole the money. You must take pride. You must be honored by Allah that Allah has given you a pious wife. She helps you. She protects you. She is your protector. She is your secretary. She is your treasurer. She is your khadim. She is your doctor. Subhanallah. And she is your lover. Subhanallah. Make qadr that Allah has given you a pious wife. It's a saadat from Allah. It's a sign of goodness from Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Number two is Allah Ta'ala has given you a house. Oh, no, no, to 
own your own house and be an owner. Marana, it's such a great ni'mat from Allah Ta'ala. Allahumma firli zambi. When you finish making wudu, what dua do you make to Allah? Allahumma firli zambi. Allah forgive my gunas. Wawasi'li fi dari. Allah grant me a spacious home. Wabarikli fi rizqi. And Allah grant me barakat in my rose. Hazrat Mawlana Mufti Shafi Sahib Rahmatullah Ali said, Wawasi'li fi dari. Allah make it easy for me to own a house or to have a house. Allah grant me spaciousness, comfort in my house. So for my kid, this is an indication that if a person can own his own house, you don't have to have these luxury homes. It can be a simple structure, but there should be muhabbat and love and deen in that house. So may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. So if Allah Ta'ala has given you three things, a pious wife, Allah has given you a spacious home, and number three, Allah has given you a good vehicle. So may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Ameen. What is the problem in the Ummah today, Malana? Look at the spiritual sicknesses. We're reading Quran, we're reading Namaz, we're going for Hajj and Umrah. The Ummul Amraz, the mother of all sicknesses, greed, <coughs> hears. I have one, I must have two. If I got two, I want three. To which Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Allah Rabbul Alameen, Habib said, the only thing that can fill the belly of Ibn Adam is the sand of the Qabr. It's only when you are in that Qabr, you'll give up. Other than that, if you've got the last breath to, you will want more and more of this dunya. Mm. So for Maiki, the mother of all sicknesses that leads us to guna and mafiyat, and distancing ourselves from Allah is his greed. You must have tanaat in us, Mulana. In other words, whatever Allah has given to you and me, we must be sufficient. We must be happy. We must be grateful. We must make shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So may Allah ta'ala give us tawfi. Number two, one of the beauties of Rasul-i-Pak sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam Rasul-i-Pak sallallahu alayhi wasallam established the rights of women who changed and gave status and respect to women in the world. Mm. None other than rahmatul lil alameen. What did Rasulullah say to you and me on the final sermon that he stood on the plains of Arafah, where the final words of Rasulullah? As-salaa, as-salaa, wa ma malakat aymanukum. Be careful about your salah. Be pardoned with your salah. And look after the women folk who are under your jurisdiction and your care. Those way of all the laws of Sharia, Huzur sallallahu alayhi wa sallam emphasized two things. Namaz, whether you are dying, whether you are sick, namaz is not mouth. You can't stand, you can sit. If you can't sit, you can lie down. And if you can't even lie down, you can, by ishara and signs, you can read your namaz. Mm. So Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam said, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu, hu anfusakum wa ahlikum nara. O you who believe, safeguard yourself and your family from the fire of Jahannam. So the second most important thing, the revolution that Rasulullah, the reform that Rasulullah brought, 
and gave status and dignity to women, it was none other than Rahmatullil Alameen and the beautiful teachings of Islam. Mm. So educate your women folk. Let them study Islamic books and literature. Create a mahal of deen at home, Mulana. Because the mother's lap is the first university. Haq. And the third thing, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said, in Jannat there is no trees. So plant trees in Jannat. So sahaba kiram said, Ya Rasulullah, how do we plant trees in Jannat? So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said, this is a night of durood and salam. This is a night of zikr of Allah. Rasulullah said, Read tasbih, tahmid, and tahleel. Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wala ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar. Wala hawla, wala quwata illa billah. Every subhanallah, every alhamdulillah, every wala ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar. You are planting trees in Jannah. How we love to do planting and gardening in spring. So why can't we have this beautiful garden preparing for ourselves in the Akhirat. So when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to the Sahaba kiram, there won't be trees in Jannat. Mm. Plant trees in Jannat. So they asked, Ya Rasulullah, how is that possible? And sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, how simple it is. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi. Subhanallah al-Azim. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi. Subhanallah al-Azim. The third important thing that we are lacking, Mulana, is islah killing. If we want to reform and change, what is the most important component? Farmaya, sohbat zururi hai. Ilm nahi. You need the company of the pious. You can have lots of knowledge, but if you don't have a mentor, you don't have a spiritual guide, you will not succeed. If you and I want to reform and change our life, islah ke liye sohbat zururi hai. It is very important that we become bayat with the sheikh, inshallah. We have a spiritual guide and slowly we increase our ilm and knowledge. And third, fourth thing for Maya, this is a lesson for the ulama and this is for the masses. The ulama deen ki toheen mat karo. Don't disgrace ulama-i kiram. Don't disrespect the ulama. Hadrat Mulana Gangohi Rahmatullah Ali said something. That those who insult, those who show respect, those who assault and hit ulama-i rabbaniyin, when they die, the punishment starts in the grave. The first thing, Allah will turn their face away from the Qibla. Mm. Whenever you bury a mayyad, you'll always find that they'll tilt the body towards the Qibla. The face must face the Qibla. That is the matnoon tariqah of burying a deceased person. It's a ni'mat from Allah. It's a great sa'adat from Allah. But those who show disrespect to an alim, those who physically assault an alim, their punishment in this dunya is that when they will be buried, their face will be turned away from the Qibla. Mm-hmm. And Allah said, Wallahi, if that doesn't happen, you can hold my throat on the day of Qiyamah. So, Mulana, this is just a, a humble beginning to start off tonight's program. That Allah Ta'ala grant us trophy. And the thing that we should be asking Allah Ta'ala is afiyat. 
that Allah, we are weak, don't test us. Allah grant us our fear. So being the month of Rabi'ul Awal, Murana, <coughs> let us see what Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam, you and I are speaking on a every day. Likewise, at our business place, we are lecturers, we are teachers, we are managers, Murana. How did Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam speak? Mm-hmm. Well, some of us don't speak clearly. Some of us speak too fast. Some of us speak too loud. Mm-hmm. Some of us speak too soft. So let's take it from directly from Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. And she was asked, how did Rasulullah address, when he addressed the Sahaba Ikram? So the Sunnah way of speaking and delivering a talk. Let's take it from Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala's hadith. She said that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not speak quickly. Sometimes you find a speaker, Murana, he may be a brilliant speaker, but he's too fast. It's either that we have, you know, by-hearted the speech, mm. so not to forget the speech, then we rattle it out. We don't pause. We don't give the listeners a chance to comprehend or to write. Mm. So Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha is saying that Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not speak quickly like you people do now. Rather, he would speak so clearly that those who sat with him would memorize it. Comes in the hadith that when Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wanted to emphasize an important point. Qudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would repeat that statement or sentence thrice. And we try to do this in a bayan, Marana. And you have noticed, you have done it, I have done it, many ulama who speak, they repeat. You're not repeating because you have nothing else more to say. No. It is the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that when he spoke, he would repeat pertinent and important points thrice. Sahaba Ikram said that Rasulullah would speak so clearly that those who sat with him would memorize it. So like how our listeners want to know when you speak and you give them a wazifa or a dua. Gee, mashallah, many of our brothers and sisters are writing. Every day, whatever you speak on the radio, whatever I speak or other listeners or other speakers, subhanAllah, mm. they're compiling their own book. Allahu Akbar. So, so maybe on the day of Qiyamat Mulana, when they present this book to Allah Rabbul Alameen, we can get a share there too. And say, Bari Ta'ala, with the barakat of whatever little we said, Bari Ta'ala, forgive us. Mm-hmm. So there are hundreds of sisters and brothers, Mulana, who are writing what you say, what I say, Hazrat Mukti Sahib says, and like generally the ulama say, they've, inshallah, compiled their own books. So subhanAllah, it's a great ni'mat from Allah Ta'ala. The point what I'm saying is that when you speak, when you speak to an audience, speak clearly. And if it's important points, repeat it thrice. Likewise, when you're making dua to Allah Ta'ala, just don't say it once. Allahumma fidini. Then we rattle the dua after that. No. Allahumma fidli. Allahumma fidli. Allahumma fidli. Rabbana walamna anfusana. Rabbana walamna anfusana. Rabbana walamna anfusana. Repeat the dua thrice. This is like now really begging Allah. 
asking from the bottom of your heart. May Allah Ta'ala give us so I mean, We're talking about the sunnah of Rasulullah. So how did Rasulullah address the Sahaba? How did Rasulullah give nasihat to the Sahaba? Nevertheless, Mulana, sometimes we give up hope. When people, people criticize you, they criticize you, they criticize me, Mufti Sahab, everybody. Fine, you're entitled to your opinion. Alhamdulillah. Never stop doing your best. Mulana, nasihat for you and me. Jew Ustad. Never stop doing your best hmm. just because someone doesn't give you credit. Never stop doing your best. In fact, you must even do better. It's a great lesson for us to learn. Just because somebody criticizes you, Monana, you must not give up. Monana, if, they, if your finger is hurt, you mm-hmm. don't cut the whole hand out. You fix the finger up. 100% do that. So yes, we are insan, we'll make mistakes, Monana. Sometimes we'll make big mistakes. Mm. But Alhamdulillah, we say we're sorry. Allah forgive us. So never stop doing your best just because someone doesn't give you credit. And then look at our life. We say we are Ashiqi Rasul. We love Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa But look at our actions and our amal. How do we behave? Maybe kitna ajeeb huna. Sad. Just look how strange I am. There's a saying in Urdu. Hmm. Exclamation mark. Maybe kitna ajeeb huna. How ajeeb? Sehat yaab ho. When Allah has blessed you with good health, Allah ko bhool jata. I forget about my Rabb. Because I'm fit as a fiddle. I got no time to make zikr of Allah. Hmm. I got no time to make khidmat of Allah's creation. Gee, I'm proud about my health. I'm at the gym. I'm got my muscles. Gee, I'm developing my muscles. So for my, maybe kitna ajeeb huna, sehat yaab ho, when Allah has blessed me with good health, to Allah kubool jata. I forget about my Rabb and my Creator. How now, shikr? How ungrateful we are. Number two, jab masroof ho, when I'm busy, another shop is buzzy. It's namaz time. Zohar namaz, asar namaz. It's juma time. Masroof ho, to namaz bhool jata We won't close the shop, or we won't say to the customer, can you excuse me for 15 minutes? I will serve you, and this got to go and pray. Very few of us do it, but some of us do it, mashallah. Mubarakbar to those business houses who closed the business for those 15, 20 minutes just for entire staff to read namaz. Can you imagine? Somebody is making dua in your premises. Allah is giving you barakat. Ruhaniyat is coming. Customers are coming because in that premises, Allah's name is taken. But look at you and me, Mulana. Let's see how ungrateful we are. Masroofu. When we're busy, so namaz bhul jate ho. Mm. Forget about reading namaz. <coughs> Burai karte ho. We make open gunas. We break the rules of chariyat. Anjam bhul jata We forget the repercussion of gunah. We do gunas openly, deliberately, mistakenly, unintentionally. But we forget what is the anjam of it. 
what is the repercussion? Gunam is zillat hai. It will bring you disgrace. Ibadat mein rahat When you make ibadat of Allah, when you worship Him, Allah will give you peace and tranquility. Dekho, when you look at Allah's makhluk, to haya bhool jata ho. I suppose to lower my gaze. When I see a woman, what does Sharia say? And say to the believing woman, Or jab khata hu, Mana, some of us sit on the table, we don't even say Bismillah. Some of us don't even wash our hands. Some of us are eating with a fork and knife. Hmm. But my Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would eat with three fingers. Your paws on your fingers, the tip of your fingers, you know, when you start to eat, they secrete certain juices which helps in the digestion. Okay. No, but we want to follow the Western way. Hmm. Okay. There are certain dishes you have to eat with a spoon. Accepted, it's waterish or it's like a soup. Obviously, you can't eat with three fingers. You have to take a spoon. But generally, if you have to eat, the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, eat with your three fingers. So, for my bismillah bhul jata. I forget to read my bismillahir rahmanir rahim. You'll eat and eat like a glut, and in the end, you'll still say, I'm not full. Because you, Sahaba Ikram said, Ya Rasulullah, we eat so much, but end of the day, we still are hungry. Rasulullah said, the reason for that, you all are not saying Bismillah before you eat. It's a dua to Allah. Allah, in your name, I'm eating. There'll be khair and barakah. Or jab khalu, when I'm finished eating, farmayake, alhamdulillah kehna bhul jata. I'm mentioning all these things, Murana, tonight. It's simple as, simply because we have forgotten the sunnah of Rasulullah, the purpose of Mirajun Nabi, the purpose of Sivatun Nabi is to remind ourselves that what are the sunnahs of the Prophet and we should bring it into our lives. We can, as I said, we can talk about the Mawlud of Rasulullah, the birth of Rasulullah, the Nikah of Rasulullah, the passing away of Rasulullah. Indeed, it is virtuous. But more virtuous is that if we can revive and uphold the sunnah of Habib Pak Muhammad Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. When we meet each other, we make salam. As-salamu qabl al-kalam. How many of us, Mulana? We answer the phone, we make salam. Hello. Ji, hi. Look at Islam, how beautiful. When you greet somebody, first thing, As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Al-ba'di'u bis-salam. The person who initiates the salam first is free from pride. So many of us, Mulana, we've got so much of pride. I reprimand Mulana, children, and especially Madresa children. Even my small, my kids, when they were small, if they didn't make salam, Mulana, all hell used to break loose. Because that's what you need to instill in your children. Assalamu alaikum. Teach your children when visitors come. Family members come, go and make salam, shake hand, make musafa with them, kiss their hands. Subhanallah. That is muhabbat. That is love. So, farmaya, isi se milo to salam karna bhul jate. When we greet, when we meet people, we forget to make salam straight away. What's the price of gold? 
What's on the on, what's on the menu? No, Rasulullah said, "Assalam qabl al kalam." <laughs> you only start talking to a person before after you make salam to them. And al badiu bi salam bariu min al kibar. Person who starts off with salam is free from pride. It shows that that person, Alhamdulillah, is a humble person. He greets you first always. And always try to be the first one to greet. Mm. We all go to bed and we all will go to bed soon. We forget to make tawbah to Allah Ta'ala. We forget to repent. We forget to ask Allah for forgiveness. We forget to make istighfar. One day a sahabi of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam walked into the masjid, torn, tattered clothing, unruly hay. And Rasulullah looked at him and told the sahaba, ye admi jannati hai. This sahabi of mine, Allah is going to give him jannat. When he came for the next namaz, again Rasulullah said to the sahaba, this sahabi of mine, Allah is going to give him jannat. <laughs> So one sahabi said, you know what, I want to follow this sahabi and I want to see what is he doing so extraordinary. That Rasulullah is giving him the glad tidings that this banda of Allah is a jannati. So he makes an excuse and goes up to him and says, can I be your guest today? And the person said, gladly, inshallah, you can be my guest. So the person, that sahabi goes with him and he sees that this sahabi is just getting up for, for tahajjud namaz. He's making his zikr, tilawat. Nothing extraordinary. So he observed him for the first day, second day. In his mind, he was thinking that this sahabi is doing something extraordinary. For which Rasulullah is giving him this glad tidings. So after two days, he went to that sahabi and said, You know what? I must tell you the truth. I really didn't want to be your guest. But I was very curious to know what are you doing so special that Rahmatul Lil Alameen has given you glad tidings of Chanda. Mm. So that Sahabi said, you observed me, you stayed at my home, you saw what I did at night. I don't do anything extra. This is what I do. I make my zikr, I make my tilawat, I read my tahajjud. Yes, there is one thing that I do. Maybe you're not aware of it. So he asked, what is it? He said, before I go to bed, I make a dua to Allah. I make a plea to Allah mm. that, oh Allah, whoever has hurt me, oh Allah, whoever has caused me pain and suffering, Allah, un sab ko maaf kar do. Forgive all of them. How many of us do that, Mulana? We go to bed angry. Mm. We got hatred in our heart. We got jealousy in our heart. We got anger in our heart. We got rage in our heart. The Sahabi is saying to this fellow Sahabi, I make this niyat every night. I make this dua to my Allah that Bari Ta'ala, whoever has hurt my feelings, who caused me pain and suffering, oh Allah, from the bottom of my heart, I forgive them. Rabbul Alameen, Abbi Mafamadiji. Bari Ta'ala, you forgive them. But this Sahabi said, Wallahi, I think this is the reason. Why Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave you glad tidings of Jannah. So, as I said, Jee, we must make tawbah. We don't know. We don't, we're going to wake up tomorrow morning. 
غصے میں ہو وین وی آر ہینگری برداشت کرنا بھول جاتے ہو ویز دا ٹالرنس صحابی کیم رسول اللہ یا رسول اللہ گو می شارٹ اینڈ بریف کمپریہینسو ایڈوائز رسول اللہ لکھ ایٹ ہیز پرسنالٹی لاتا ہوتا ڈونٹ گیٹ اینگری ڈونٹ گو نیئر اینگر لک ایٹ اس مولانا ایوری اسمال تھنگ وی فلے آپ جی دوز ہو لو اس ہرٹ اس دا موسٹ جی بٹ رسول اللہ سیٹ ٹو دیٹ صحابی لاتا ہوتا ڈونٹ گیٹ اینگری سو وی غصے میں ہو وی گیٹ اینگری We forget about patience, perseverance, and tolerance. And then suffer for job. Right now, every day we are going on journey. I got to go on business. You have to go on business. See? Suffer me jau. So dua karna bhool jate ho. We forget to make dua. Right now, before we leave our home, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to us, read two rakat salatul hajat. Read two rakat salatul hajat. Read Duru Sharif. Make the dua of suffer and then leave. Allah will protect you on the journey. Just give you, we also travel, you travel, and all our listeners Welcome. do a lot of traveling. How can I help? A sahabi came to Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and said, Ya Rasulullah, whenever I travel with my colleagues, mm. my animal or my vehicle of travel is my camel. It goes very slow. And the rest of my colleagues, their animal is very fast and swift. And whatever I carry with me, there is no khair in Barsatini. Because mm. whenever we travel, we take patkos with us. Indeed. In English, we take some sandwiches or some food, we feel hungry. Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah. So, my colleagues, in their food, there is barakat. And in my food, there is no barakat. What must I do? So Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave me a beautiful wazifa and you and I should do that. Whenever we leave, read Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, Qul Ya Ayyuhal Kafirun, the whole surah. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, Iza Jaa Nasrullahi Wal Fatih, the whole surah. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, Qul Huwa Allahu Ahad, the whole surah. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ The whole surah. بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ النَّاسِ The whole surah. And then بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ Allahu Akbar. The Sahabi went and he practiced on this beautiful wazifa Rasulullah gave him. So whenever he is to go on travel, he is to read this wazifa. You know it. I know it. All of us know it. He said, Wallahi, Ya Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, my enemy is so fast and it gallops and runs so fast that it overtakes the rest of the camels. So much of barakat in my animal and whatever I carry to eat, Allah has kept so much barakat in it mm. that it supplies all my friends and all my colleagues. So, subhanallah. So, suffer par jau. When you go on journey, don't forget to make dua. Farmaya. Kya shan hi meri Allah. Just look at the power of my Allah. Wa pir bi nawazta hai. Allah paak. We forget all these bounties of Allah. 
We don't appreciate it. The shayar is saying, Ya shanhi meri Allah. Just look at the generosity of my Allah. Wa pilbi nawasta. Allah Pak still gives you a gift. Wa nahi bulta. Allah doesn't forget about you. So respected brothers, and I know you have some questions, but today I just felt I want to bring this to the attention of our listeners that these beautiful sunnets of the Prophet, لا تحكرن من المعروف Don't consider these small, small acts of goodness to be small, because in the eyes of Allah it is great. And these amals, these sunnets of the Prophet will definitely Insha'Allah, Aziz, help mm. us in the Akhirat. As I said, on the day of Qiyamah, you see, Murana, we all wear branded clothing in this, mm. in this dunya. If I tell you, Murana, I'm wearing the shirt from Pep Store, you won't buy it. You won't wear it. See? But if I tell you it's from one of the top shops, gee, from Gateway or I don't know where, mm. then only, and it must have the brand. It must have the stamp on it, Murana. Even the shirt costs 5,000, then I'll buy it. See? Because we eat and we eat branded food, mm. we wear branded clothing, we we wear branded shoes. So on the day of Qiyamah, Allah Pak is going to look at our amal, your amal, and my amal, and see if it has the stamp of the sunnah on it. If it doesn't have the stamp of the sunnah, it's rejected. Like how when you do manufacturing mana, there's a certain quality control of the item that is being produced. If that stitch is not straight, or if there is a fault, it is thrown off the production line. It's regarded as a reject. It's regarded as a second. Hmm. So on the day of Qiyamah, you and I and all of us, Mulana, Allah Pak is going to ask us, where is the stamp of the sunnah of my Habib? We will all come in front of Kuzuri Pak on the day of Qiyamah. We want to drink from the Hawze Kautar. Hawzeh Kautar is such a beautiful water, such a Mubarak water, so sweet as honey, that once you drink it, you'll never get thirsty. Huzur sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will honor us, and personally with his hand, Huzur sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will present water to us mm. from Hawzeh Kautar. But when I'm going to come there, or you're going to come there, Murana, the Farishtas will also be standing there. And when Huzur sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is going to present to us that water, the Farishtar will stop and say, Ya Rasulullah, he is not deserving. Mm. You have no idea after your demise, he doesn't follow your sunnah. He didn't follow your tariqah. He didn't follow the command of Allah. He is not deserving. Push him back. Anna, how do you feel? In this dunya, Anna, when you are chased away, you come there, you stand the whole day, with this happiness, it's my turn next. And when you come there, the person in control says, we don't have your name on the list. Sorry, you can go. How much of disappointment? So imagine what disappointment you and I, on the day of Qiyamah, when our amals are presented to Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and the angel will say to Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ya Rasulullah, he does not deserve the Jose Kosar water. Send him back. Allahu Akbar, subhanallah. Subhanallah. It's important as the Ummah of Rasulullah that we revive this. Hmm. So I end it here, I think our... There's a, there's a, uh, um, so before you ending, there's a sister, uh, a revered sister says that, uh, uh, what's the Sunnah way of batting? 
We were told it's haram to be total naked and you must face the Qibla when parting. Arrived sister Ustad. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in al-hayaw shobatu min al-iman. Modesty is part of iman. Mm-hmm. During the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when the Sahaba al-Kiram used to take a ghusl, they didn't have modern bathrooms like you and me. They would have a secluded place and they would tie a loin cloth mm-hmm. and use the bucket and bath. Obviously for the ladies, there was a separate area. Alhamdulillah with total hijab and parda that they cannot be seen and there's total privacy. It is haram when you are in the state of nudity to face the Qibla, your back or your front when you're taking ghusl. Many of us are standing in the shower. Ulana, we're not, we're not, for one minute, we lose concentration. One is that we're wasting water. Mm. The shower, Murana, you can, with a bucket, I promise you, Murana, go back in the olden days. You know, with one bucket of water. SubhanAllah, there was so much of barakat that you and I could take a bath, alhamdulillah, and feel pure and clean and relaxed when you come out of the bathroom. Right? So the sister is asking that if you have a bathroom that is completely sealed, gee, you have a door, you have a lock, you have everything, mm. then fine, you can remove all your clothes, inshallah, and take a bath. But for my case, out of modesty sometimes, it's better wear you know, an underpants or wear or something that will cover your sutter. But if you stand naked or nude, it's jais, permissible. Then you should not be in the bathroom for such a long time. Because once you are in the state of nudity, Mulana, Shayateen and Iblis can attack you. Yes, That is why I'm saying to the sisters and brothers, mm. you are standing in the shower for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, sure. in the state of nudity. You can, you're putting yourself at high risk. And finally, Mulana, quickly I'll tell you, Hadrat Osmani Ghani radiallahu ta'ala, when he used to take a bath, he always wore a loin cloth that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala one day Rasulullah was seated, Hazrat Abu Bakr came to meet Rasulullah, and Rasulullah's hands were just there below his knee. Rasulullah mm. pulled it up. So when Hazrat Abu Bakr's deed came, Rasulullah remained in that posture. He didn't put his pants down. When Hazrat Umar came, Rasulullah sat in the same position. Rasulullah didn't put his pants a little bit down. When mm. Hazrat Osman Ghani radiallahu ta'ala came, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam immediately lowered his hands to the ankle. Sahaba al-Kiram said, Ya Rasulullah, when Hazrat Abu Bakr came, you didn't put your pants down. Hazrat Umar came, you didn't put it down. When Hazrat Osman Ghani radiallahu ta'ala came, Ya Rasulullah, we saw that you put, you lowered your pants. Why? Rasulullah said, shouldn't I make haya from that personality from whom the angels make haya? The angels showed such great respect. To Hadrat Osmani Ghani radiallahu ta'ala, why shouldn't I not show respect to him? That whenever he is to make ghusl, the quality, he, that he always covered his tatar. He always covered his private part. Hmm. So the sister is asking a question. It is best, inshallah, that spend the least time in the bathroom. If your bathroom has locks and doors and curtains, and inshallah, and if you have to take a bath in the state of nudity, Fine, alhamdulillah, it's permissible. And the old people up till now, Murana, they will still wear a half pants or a petticoat, whatever it is. They will never stand mute in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. This is the modesty and sharaf and haya. Okay. So we live in a modern world. 
but it doesn't mean we must change the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So I hope that answers the question for the sister. Hmm. Ustaz, we will leave you there, inshallah. I know there are many questions. Uh, somebody says, hey, my, son, uh, my son takes 35 minutes in the toilet. He reads his magazine when he's relieving himself. Ustad. A'udhu billah min zalik. Malana Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-khubusi wal-khaba'is. The shayateen, male and female, in the toilet. And if you don't read your dua, they interfere with your private part. See? So the quicker you relieve yourself and come out from there, the better it is. Mm. What respect are you showing? Even if it's an English magazine, there are words there, something that is of knowledge and respect. Is that the place where you, you want to learn something and read something? Mm. Is this what you're showing respect to, to words and knowledge? Unacceptable, Mulana. People take magazines and read them. Now, some of them got telephoned in the toilet, Mulana. No, stop. I'm talking about mm. magazines. They got telephoned. Allah Ta'ala protect us, Mulana. We forgot the sunnah of Rasulullah. Mulana, one occasion, he came quickly. One Sahabi went to the toilet and he forgot to read the dua. Mm. And next minute, the Sahabi is shot. An arrow pierces through him and he passes away. Allahu Akbar. And this was brought to Rasulullah's attention that this Sahabi went to the toilet and this what happened to him. There's an arrow that went through him and he passed away. This is shayateen and iblis, that's what they do to you. When you don't read your dua, when you go to the toilet, cover your head. Gee, some of us go without a topi, some of the sisters go without a scarf. Mm. Gee, your hair is open, your head is open. Then if shayateen and iblis are not going to trouble you and cause you that son who is going sitting for 35 minutes, there's some asr, they should take him and teach him some duas or take him to a mulana or an amil, inshallah, to check him out. There are some other, other people, Madonna, who stand for hours in the bathroom. They're making ghusl after ghusl, ghusl after ghusl, wuzu after wuzu. One hour is gone, two hours is gone. They emptied the geezer. Hmm. Madonna, they got this waswasa problem. Allah Ta'ala make it easy for Ameen. them. They Ameen. need to talk to an amil or they need to talk to an ali. May Allah Ta'ala protect us. Three minutes after uh, 10 South African time, we will inshallah continue with the questions Saturday morning. There are about six, seven questions that listeners were asking, but of course, Ustad was guiding us and advising us of the lifestyle and the seerah and the sunnahs of our beloved noble master, Nabi Karim Muhammad Mustafa Janab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Well, it's time for me to leave you in love in this beautiful evening, beautiful Mubarak night. We will be seeing you guys tomorrow morning. And of course, our beloved Ustad will be coming live just for, a, for the dua of our beloved four Ma'asum children who have been kidnapped. And of course, there's no news or sign about them. So inshallah, Mulana Salim Karim, our beloved senior Ustad, will be advising tomorrow morning, inshallah. Many, many listeners have taken part of our Khatmul Quran for our beloved four uh, Ma'asum children who have been kidnapped in Polokwani. We leave you, inshallah, tomorrow morning, same time, same place, on our program, as Safina to Ilal Jannah. From myself and, of, of course, our beloved listeners and our beloved uh, uh, engineer, Brother Lakalo, and our beloved Ustad, Allahumma hadina wa hadibina wa hadina sa jami'a. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.